Hello there. You're about to hear an episode with me and Dave Eaves talking about kaiju cinema. Just wanted to give a little context. Uh, we recorded this probably at least a month ago. It's been a little while. And this was before, I, I think I knew Godzilla vs. Kong was coming out, but I didn't realize it was imminently. So, uh, But that's since come out and uh, did pretty well, I think, uh, all things considered. Um, this was also before the MST3K Kickstarter came out. And as I released this, the uh, that, that campaign just concluded, and they uh, met their goal. And we do talk a lot about uh, MST3K, and uh, especially related to Gamera. Uh, that, that was a fixture on theirs. Uh, one thing I want to point out, uh, they did have some digital rewards as part of their campaign, and one was, uh, I think they called it the Complete Collection or the di Digital Collection, um, and uh, actually it does not have a lot of the cameras on there, only uh, a handful. Uh, so so it, when we talk about that box set uh, that uh, is probably hard to find, um, it's still um, something worth looking for. So enjoy Kaiju, and thanks for listening. <laughs> By the way, uh, how do you, so do we pronounce it kaiju? That's how I always assumed it was pronounced. I think they actually say it in the movie Pacific Rim, so I believe they call it kaiju in that movie. Let's go ahead and stop the recording and go watch Pacific Rim and come back. So Perfect. Can... <laughs> Perfect. All right, we went and did that. We did that. Hello, everybody. It's two hours later. Um, imagine if we're wrong, though. <laughs> People would see, they'd be like, Pacific Rim said kaiju. Um, no, they, not the version that I bought. You you just have the, the deluxe edition Blu-ray where they fixed it. That's right. We'll rash them on that. Um, Dave Eaves, good to have you again. Aaron when, West, um, it's good to be here. Ben, it's, well, we said a few months. It's been uh, about I, three, maybe-ish. Three-ish, three but uh, this is a special episode, and I'm I'm really thrilled to talk to you about it. Um you know, we I think we both have found uh, an affinity for a certain genre of films. <laughs> a very uh, popular, very uh, common. Oh, you know what? It is a very. It's becoming a more common genre now. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, especially here in the states. Well, among our you know movie or film Twitter, our you know our, our circles. But even amongst if... the, uh, the, the 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 pop film crowd, I mean, we we have one coming out in uh, in theaters and HBO Max. What this later this month? Uh, which one's that? Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. It doesn't that come out soon? Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess it's been influential to everybody. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, um, I think we're probably focusing on the classic kaiju, which oh, I very much so. We've certainly been exposed to, and I think our, you know, our our, our cinephile, especially the physical media um, aficionados, just because there's been a um, an abundance of releases. So, um, and I, I think we dig it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I certainly do. And, that, and this episode's certainly been in the works for a little bit because we first talked about talking about this genre, which we haven't, oh, and, unless we're going with before the intros, the kaiju genre. We, we first said like, oh, let's do an episode on that uh, Arrow <laughs> Gamera box set. We just never quite got around yep. to it. And that said, happened. Yeah. Let's talk we about both everything. Loved it. Exactly. Yep. Oh, that box set is amazing. And the, it, the good thing is that now, because I think when we first talked about doing this episode, it was completely out of print. Yes, yes. And I think they, they've reissued it as they two have. separate. Yeah, two separate so releases, it's... which still look quite nice. You have the, uh, what is it, the Showa era and the uh, mm -hmm. Hensai era separated into two separate boxes. Yeah, I'm not going to rebuy it. but no. uh, But I... But... I think that's one thing you and I have in common. So we, we love art films. You know, we were going to do a Bergman episode. That didn't happen either. Um, it hasn't happened we, yet. Hasn't yet. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the correction. But we, so we, we, we were able to balance art and horror. I'm, of course, we've talked about, uh, we've talked about house, all yeah. things, houseu. Um, but so today we, we're only talking about high art. <laughs> yes. Well, we, we like uh, high art and we like uh, we like genre, but we also like a little bit of silliness. And um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, like 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes for us to <laughs> uh, it, for you. I think often it has to be tweetable, which is this is certainly a tweetable oh, yeah. genre. Oh, I can make so many gifts out of the genre. Half of them <laughs> are from this genre. And you made a gift that I, I swear uh, when I saw it on screen, I before I saw your gif, I told Andrea that monster looks like our kitten. <laughs> and she's like, no, it doesn't. And then she, look, a couple of days later, she's like, Dave treated, tweeted that. <laughs> so um, I, uh... so anyway, that aside, we'll, we'll get to that, uh, that uh, specific um, uh, genre here in a second, or that specific show. 
But kaiju, um, so let's talk about our first experiences with kaiju. Um, I, for me, it's more recent. I'll get, get to that. But I'm assuming you've a um, been studying it for 20 years. and uh, Longer. I, I first was exposed to the genre when I was probably about six years old. I mean, this is something that's kind of made its way into a lot of facets of media, a lot of facets of entertainment. I guess if you want to get really technical, and I'm sure this is not what most people would consider kaiju, but like when I was six years old, that's when Power Rangers first came out. And that is literally just about uh, people in giant rubber suits fighting each other uh, on mountainous landscapes. It's it's kind of like taking that, that thing, turning it into a kid's show of the era. But because of that, I, I had a friend whose parents did not want him watching Power Rangers because they didn't want to buy him all the toys. So they introduced <laughs> him to Godzilla, and he introduced Godzilla to me, and then I introduced him to Power Rangers because he said, this is just like this, and he loved that. So that didn't work with his parents. But it did get me into all the Godzilla movies. I would go to the video rental store. I'd rent all of the ones that had English dubs because uh, when I was six, I probably wasn't that interested in subtitles. Oh. I don't even know if you would have been you able to find you. these movies then. <laughs> In America, with the original Japanese language, you probably couldn't. Probably yeah. couldn't. Yeah, um, and I, I think Power Rangers is kaiju adjacent. Exactly, um, it's still a giant thing. monster. It's still a giant. Yeah, and and they they are kind of superhero esque. Yeah, it's combining I mean, I think... Voltron with superheroes, with Ultraman, with oh, kaiju. Yeah. The, the costumes are very Ultraman. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. So so my my or my my introduction is not as I was not six. Um, I think I was um, 47, <laughs> so a little bit of a difference. Um, but uh, but the thing is, I think kaiju has been part of our culture, our pop culture, for so long. And uh, and you mentioned Godzilla, King Kong is coming out, and we'll talk about some of the uh, the post kaiju or the post classic kaiju mm -hmm. films later. But, but I mean, I, everyone I think it's, it's influenced so many. Yeah, everyone knows who Godzilla is. G Godzilla is literally oh, yeah. a titan of cinema, not just in his <laughs> size, just in his his not just broad appeal, but just everyone knows who the character is. Everyone. It's 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 seeped into all aspects of life that 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 he is one of the most famous screen characters. Mm-hmm. And really, any big so even like Jurassic Park that series. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's certainly inspired by kaiju. Um, there's there's a lot. So um so yeah. So well, mine was uh, again like as I mentioned, forty seven, and it was uh, maybe not a year ago. But when I got the Godzilla box set, I, of course I had seen Godzilla probably twenty years ago, and I I thought it was a great film. You know, a great uh, way to uh, process tragedy um, through through you know entertainment really. And I'd say the first Godzilla is a little more artistic than, mm -hmm. well, okay, a lot more artistic than, than some of the later uh, iterations. <laughs> so, so when I when Godzilla was announced, I was not too excited because I didn't really? have that. Huh? I mean, I, I I was I thought, okay, great, you know, I'll buy it and I'll check it out, but not like I was for Bergman or um, or you know, or any, any of those. Mm -hmm. But of course, but I was going to give it a shot, and I watched it. And you know, of course, you get through the first couple, and then you, you eventually you get it gets sillier and sillier, and it was just so much fun. And then my wife got into it. She, I never would have imagined she would get into it because of Son of Godzilla. So just the <laughs> because it, it gets funny. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, definitely, there, the series at the beginning is definitely aimed at maybe a more adult audience, and as it continues, it becomes more and more kid like, more child like, more family friendly. And and that just leads to some complete and utter zaniness and bonkersness within the series itself, which I think just adds even more to the charm. And so I I, I kind of thought that some of the silliness and the bonkerness I I knew that was going to happen, but I thought that might just, just make it bad movies, and sometimes it does. Mm -hmm. You know, you, there are a, a few plot holes, um, <laughs> but I think right around Mothra, you know, when, when the Mothra twins enter. Mm -hmm. Really, from there on out, like pretty much everything, whether it's a good movie or not, is just so much fun. Oh, yeah. Um, and well, some are more fun than others. Uh, well, like, once like, they try to get rid of the existential dread factor of having a giant right. monster attack your city, then it's just smooth sailing. Yeah, and they have all these sets built, too. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that was a, a huge industry. And then uh, and some of them were just so fun. So, Son of Godzilla, um, really all the... The, the Godzilla um, Island ones, mm -hmm. or the Monster Island ones. Yeah. And then uh, what was the hippie drippy one? The, uh, the Smog Monster? No, I, I'm going to have to look that up. There was one that was very 
uh, it was Japanese hippie Godzilla. I'm just gonna Google hippie oh, Godzilla. Who? What? And, Hip, hippie Godzilla. Uh, is it Godzilla I'm, versus Hedera? I yeah, that's the smog monster. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry, <laughs> I, that I I knew it as the smog monster because that was actually the first Godzilla movie. I ever saw, because my friend that was into it loved the scene where Godzilla makes himself fly and thought it was amazing. So, uh, <laughs> no, that was the first one. And I think that's very interesting because it gets back to an environmental angle, uh, like with the series, how it began. And even though it's very childlike, it's still incredibly violent, which I think is amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, so some of the... Um... Yeah, I mean they're they're rampaging over cities and uh, and and have, uh, yeah, there's well, the most violent we're gonna get to. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one that uh, that went a little a little further than I would expect. But um, do you have any favorites from the Godzilla? Uh... Uh, I mean, I I have to love the smog monster. I I love Mecha Godzilla just as a monster. Um, oh, what's the one? Is it All Monsters Attack? I guess that's the one where they all gang up on King, uh, King Ghidorah. That's great. Yeah. And yeah. also just the, the the first one where where Godzilla fights Mothra, I think is a great movie. Just just in general, I think those are my big standouts of the sequels. Obviously, the first one's the best one, but those are probably the most fun ones to watch. Yeah, best one, but but different. Um, is that the one where Mothra that were the Mothra twins, the 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 twins that sing uh, first appeared that you're talking about? So they first appeared in the movie Mothra itself. They've always been right, right, associated right. with Mothra. But of course they didn't pop up in the, the most recent Godzilla movie. Totally unbelievable because they didn't have those characters. <laughs> right, right. Of course. I mean, what's Godzilla without the uh, the Mothra twins? Exactly. So Mothra versus, I have it in front of me now, Mothra versus Godzilla, 1964. Yeah, that's the one where there's the giant Mothra egg and like company yeah. or like a bunch of people are trying to like buy the egg or own the egg or something. Yeah, and, and yeah, that that was it. And, you know, I'm, I don't, spoilers are, are, are on the table here, so I'm sorry if we're going to spoil um, usually Godzilla wins. That's just what I'm going to say. There's well, like... in the first half, they usually defeat because he's still the bad guy at this point. That's he doesn't true. make That's the true. switch over to the good guy until King Ghidorah, in which Mothra convinces him to be good. Yeah. So that th- that was the one after uh, Mothra versus Godzilla. Yes. So yeah, he was he was an antihero, mm-hmm. an antihero monster, um, which is kind of interesting in its its own right for nineteen you know early nineteen sixties. Uh, but yeah, I, one thing I remember about the Mothra film was that, I, I think it was actually in Ghidorah, is Mothra helped Godzilla and just sprayed stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's this is the, the Mothra larva. Exactly, it's yeah. Spraying it's spraying the silk like, everywhere. Like Spider-Man, but in his cocoon still. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Mothra is crazy. So, And uh, of course the... Uh, this box set is on Criterion, but the, um, the Mothra came out on Arrow. Um, do you have no, that set? No, Eureka. Eureka. Oh, right. Masters yeah. of Cinema. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. That's my job to to make sure that that I'm correcting you. <laughs> uh, no, I have expert. that set. I also have the Mill Creek set. I, I couldn't resist buying it a second time when it came out on Masters of Cinema, though, because it is a very nice set. I feel like there's multiple Mothra movies. Between I I. I the timeline of the series is so hard to follow because there's so many different kaiju movies that they made that never even got sent to America. Like, I mm-hmm. think it's in All Monsters Attack where it's just like, Gorosaurus, this guy. It's like, have they been in movies <laughs> before? And cl- apparently they were. Yeah, they, 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 they assume the audience knows pretty much all. It's almost like, oh, wow, it's this uh, this this huge uh, guest star mm-hmm. almost in the movie and um and it's our first introduction to them often like yeah uh, Ghidorah I think was well known so Mothra of course uh, Rodan um and then like Reptilicus you know <laughs> it was a MST3K you know but mm-hmm. j- truly a bad movie you oh, know, yeah. they were not going for anything there no um well those are the movies that are trying to ebb off the popularity and, and then, here's the crazy thing. None of these movies had giant budgets, but no movie of the Kaiju series had as high of a budget as the Godzilla movies. And you'll mm-hmm. see that more so when we get to a certain turtle. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you about Mechagodzilla. That was fun. I, some of the the last of the of the Showa era, like Megalon, those were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I th- I, the budget did increase or was larger, but I guess the popularity waned. Um, and in fact, maybe due to a show that we'll be talking about in a little bit. 
But um, but yeah. So so Mothra. Uh, had you seen Mothra as a kid? Yes, I had seen that one. I I you know what? I'm actually just gonna have to say I assume I had seen that one because watching it as an adult, it seemed familiar, but I I can't say with any certainty that I had definitely seen it before. Well, I am down with Mothra. Yeah. Uh, although it's the the larva th- stuff is pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> and he does not seem very threatening. You know, just being this this little tub <laughs> and spewing stuff. So yep. could make another analogy. I will not take that. It's <laughs> <laughs> somehow the most effective at stopping Godzilla when in larval form. You're right. Yeah. I mean, he's bar- barely mobile. You know, I mean, well, he does move, but, um, and he, he I, I'm offering, fast. I'm offering another Mothra correction. Mothra is a she. Oh, wow. Okay. At least I believe Mothra is a she. Hold on. I'm Wikipediaing this just to to make sure my pedanticness is paying off here. This this is an important fact checking. Yeah, here we need to we need to know the gender of Mothra. We're, even though you you've had a, a lot of exposure to it, um, we should just get it out of the way. We're not experts here. <laughs> there there are people that know a lot more about this oh, yeah. genre than we do. We just wanted to talk through it. Um, as you're looking up Mothra, um, the one the one I could not find was Rodan. And generally, when people talk about Godzilla and it, kind of the golden age of, of kaiju films, uh, Rodan comes up mm-hmm. pretty often. But I could not find like a, a really great release. I, there, there probably are some. Yeah, somewhere. there's really not a Blu-ray. I'm, I, I, I it I was in the so. Criterion Channel. I don't know if it still is. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I didn't didn't check there. But um, what, what's funny is I found it's all actually on HBO Max right now. It's probably part of the Criterion package there. You know that that makes sense. Yeah, I'll bet it is. Um, yeah. So and so I, Mothra, I was going to watch it. Mothra is a she. Mothra is a she. What is Rodan? I would assume Rodan is a he. And I have seen Rodan. I believe I had seen that when I was a kid as well. And what's interesting about that one is that Rodan was not supposed to be part of the uh, Godzilla universe at that point. It was just a standalone movie, also directed by uh, oh my god, what's his name? Ishiro Honda. Honda. Yep. So Ishiro Honda made this movie that is basically taking the concept of Godzilla that he has created by nuclear war. And Rodan was a, was an ancient monster that was brought back by global warming in 1956. So I thought that was very interesting to interesting. hear this entire, this entire movie about the dangers of global warming uh, 70 something years ago or nearly 70 years ago. And he shows up in uh, also in the Ghidorah episodes. Yeah, so that's, that's where, where they decide to like, oh, let's let's con- let's let's merge these channels since they're we own both of them. Let's uh, they, let's add add to our monster universe here. So that was my first exposure to Rodan, and again, it's like, oh, Rodan is here, yay! And I'm like, who? <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, giant monster of the sky, Rodan, uh, and yeah, definitely a he. Mm-hmm. Uh, first ki- first kaiju film to be shot in color is oh. uh, what what the uh, the good old wiki says. Um, so yeah, so you, would you um, recommend watching it, or do you think do you, do you think it's? Uh, I I think uh, that one gets a little slow in the middle, but it's okay. definitely a good one to watch. And the thing that's really surprising, because typically with the first monster movie, the monster dies or something at the end, like Godzilla dies at the end of the first Godzilla, spoilers, yet manages to come back for (laughs) uh, another 70 years of movies. Uh, In the first Rodan movie, Rodan is not just a single monster. Rodan is a species. There's like hundreds of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. And by, by the way, Rodan was in 1956. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, it seems like a pretty monumental film for yeah. uh, kaiju. So uh, and I'm sure, it, especially if there were a lot of Rodans, I'm sure he was very popular at the time. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll check that out. I, it feels like if this was the first color kaiju, that this would be a great um, um, film to be have a boutique sort of package. So, box something set. tells me Criterion's probably going to put it out as a standalone movie. You think so? I think so. They are there the any sequels? Why not? Yeah. I don't think that there, there... No, because the next appearance of Rodan is uh, King Ghidorah. Okay. Or Ghidorah, the that. three-headed monster. And yeah, and, and of course they had to make Godzilla a good guy because the story of Godzilla just, you know, trampling over cities can only go so far. Although he does do that. He just does that while kill, go, going after bad guys. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. You also can't have him be the bad guy forever because he can't just be like, we need to stop him because everyone's cheering Godzilla on. Right. No, even, even well, I don't know the, about the first film. because No, uh, probably the first, not the first one. Um, so 
I, of course, Son of Godzilla is really, really fascinating to me because they really nail parenting. And I, I don't have kids, so I, <laughs> I, I can't really speak from experience. But he's a terrible Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think one time he he does finally come through and saves the day one time mm-hmm. out of like 50 attempts. Um so, uh, are you a fan of Son of Godzilla? Uh, Manila, smoke rings? Manila uh, is Manila. a uh, it, it is such a weird character. So, anytime Manila shows up, it's just like, oh, Manila, what are we gonna do with you? But you, you, you almost can't, uh, you almost can't hate Manila at the same time. Yeah, he's he's like baggage, basically. He I mean, he he kind of holds them up and and actually make, usually makes the. Uh, the situation more dire just mm-hmm. because you know you have to you have to this this little little guy that is basically helpless that you have to protect and i'm going to correct myself here where i was wrong the, the movie in which all the monsters show up to stop king Ghidorah is destroy all monsters all monsters attack is the infamous one in which a little boy dreams that he's on monster island and befriends manila and that's, that's Manila's right. really time big time to shine in the uh the big godzilla clip show episode uh, oh, was that the, uh, the like an American one? No, so no, it is a Japanese one, and I thought that this might be an American one where they edited all this stuff together. But no, they they filmed very few things with actual Godzilla and him fighting uh, Gorosaurus or whatever the no, not Gorosaurus. What was the? Ah, uh, it's not saying in uh on the Criterion website what the monster is, but the monster has the same name as the real life kid's bully. But I actually think this is a fun, weird movie where it's this this kid kind of internalizing his own struggles with bullies and everything with his dream of like being on Monster Island and Manila is going through the same thing. So while it's hokey and it's considered the worst one of the uh of the Showa <laughs> era, I actually think it's a lot of fun even though it's a yeah. clip show. I do re- remember that one. That's the one thing is I I did uh, enjoy the Godzilla's so much that I basically watched them um for the most part, back to back. I'm not not literally. I've over a period of uh, maybe a few months, but uh, but they 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 do tend to um, blend and you know, oh, yeah, not not as memorable. It's hard to really the, uh, separate them at some point. Yeah, but they do get a little little weird and silly. But then uh, towards the end of the series, especially with Mecha Godzilla, I think they maybe because of Ultraman, they get a little more serious with uh, technology and mm-hmm. it's a little less playful. Um, and a little bit more bloody, like massive bloody. blood spurts coming out of Godzilla's neck. Yes, yes, yes. I think audiences by by the early 70s were more accustomed to um, a little bit of gore. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get to uh, that turtle, dude. Um, <laughs> cool. So when did, you, when did you first see your Gamera? So I could have sworn that I saw the first Gamera as a kid. But I don't remember it being in black and white. So who knows which Gamera I did see as a kid. But uh, these movies are far out. The first one's still <laughs> like a decent movie. But it's once that they mm. really try to get their... Uh, yeah, maybe not the best movie. It's okay. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It, they really hit their stride, though, when uh, they decide, like, oh, let's have one Japanese boy and one American boy. And that way we can sell it overseas. Uh, and we can have just as much funding as we need to buy one rubber suit and then maybe throw another one together somewhere. And they get wacky. They do. I love the... <laughs> yeah, and you can, of course, you can tell the Americans are speaking English. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course they are. Actually, I think one of them lived, if I recall... Yeah, the first from... boy actually spoke yeah. Japanese himself. They didn't have to dub him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kudos to him, you know. Great job. And that was the one where they, I think it was just in space. So they didn't even need to yeah. film anything on an Earth-like set. They just made everything look weird. And uh, they spray-painted the old Gaios costume silver so it could be space Gaios. As he's fighting, what is it, Giron? It's supposed to sound like uh, guillotine or something. Or guillotine. And uh, that that right. has my oh, favorite that, moment. Where, that where, episode. Where, where <laughs> oh, he, that episode, yeah, that movie. Yeah, Gaios just shoots his laser. It bounces off uh, Giron's uh, blade and just he, he cuts his own leg off. It's yep. <laughs> it's just brilliant. That is a that is a bloody one. So that that's the weird thing. Well, just back up just a tad. So Gamera was basically a copycat series. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not exactly Godzilla, but it's, you know, it's... It's, it's not exactly okay. different either. It's not exactly different, and you can tell that they they took you know right, they saw Godzilla was this massive su- success, um, and they realized the, in the first film uh, that this you know having a, a, a 
child protagonist um, that uh, that that could appeal to children. So it becomes more of a child-oriented show or movie. Mm-hmm. I, I keep wanting to call them shows. Apologies. They they are. Um, I mean, at the t- these probably would have been TV shows if TV were more popular. And that's where Godzilla eventually went. I, I don't think that the TV yeah. series of the '70s is available anywhere. But TV was not a big thing in Japan until really the '70s. Like mm-hmm. Zatoichi eventually just turned into a TV show. This did great example. So that's why they just made all these movies because people just went to the movies and experienced them that way. Yeah, and in, in, in the first Gamera, um, you know, the kid felt like the kid seemed like a dumbass. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I mean, he just, he was fearless in that, like, he was not afraid of Gamera. Um, but I think that became part of the appeal. I I'm, I'm, can't put myself in Japanese heads in 1960s, 70s. But um, later they doubled down and that became a thing that mm-hmm. Gamera loves kids. And um, yeah, and he's I a think friend that, to all children. That that becomes his uh, his big thing for the, for the Showa so, era, that, that, that his he he is dedicated to protecting all of Earth's children. What a what a sweetheart! I mean, come on, it's for the children. He and QAnon have that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but the thing is, then so you mentioned the Gaius uh, film. Um, that is pretty bloody, and in fact, I think there are other examples within Gamera that are Gamera's pretty out there. Always been a little bit more violent. There's always a lot more of impaling and. Uh, limbs being hacked off of giant monsters so we're, what they lacked in budget they made up for in gore yeah and, and but but apparently it was more popular with kids so maybe <laughs> i mean honestly we were kids and we both love horror movies so i watched a lot of gore when i was a kid i don't know about you i really didn't actually watch a lot of gore as a kid that was more of an adult fascination of my own really okay yeah. Interesting, but you watched um, <laughs> kaiju movies. I guess so. So maybe that was my exposure to gore. But I, I see. I don't remember seeing anything terribly violent. Probably because I was not watching the uh, the, uh, the the camera movies. Right, <laughs> and even then, you know, I don't know if you know when, when it seems kind of cartoonish. I mean, there's a lot of violence in actual cartoons uh, from 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 our childhood, but. You know, if you see a decapitation, you might not think, oh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. wow, they really went there as a kid. You're just like, oh, wow, that monster's bad. Yeah, that monster no. don't got no head no more. <laughs> yeah, a few of those. So I, I actually have not finished the uh, Gamera series, but I did buy the, the Gamera MST3K box set. Oh, because, I should get um, that. It's, and I watched a couple of them. Um, yeah, that's... Gamera is the gift that keeps on giving, and they really they go to town on him. And in fact, the the Gaius episode, uh, that's uh, they en- ended up using that um, the scene where Gamera does the um, he uh, what's the the gymnastics bars oh the God. flip that's in uh, Godzilla uh, or Ga- probably the best one Gamera versus uh, Giron. Giron, I, I'm saying Gaius, but yeah, Giron yeah. is that's the same. Gaius shows up in that one. Oh man, yes. I'm a little sad that this set is on DVD only because it has Gamera, Gamera versus yeah. Barugan, Gamera versus Gaios. It's basically the first five movies. It is, yeah, wow. uh, yeah, it is DVD only, but it's it's worth it. I think it was out out of print. That, that's one thing. MST3K is super popular, yeah. so um, it, it wasn't easy to get, but I, I it was definitely worth it. And I was trying to watch, you know, Gamera, and and you know, balance split it up with MST3K. Um, have you finished the entire set? I have. So the, uh, okay. the the hentai films are actually pretty good. Really? When, I haven't made it, gets, it that far. Once it gets to the 90s, because the guy that made those movies hated Gamera as a kid, but loved Godzilla. And he was trying to get a Godzilla huh. movie made. And he got hired to do Gamera. And at first he, he was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. But he thought, well, maybe this is my chance to you know try something with this. And those movies... Uh, changed the direction that Godzilla went in afterwards because they were more critically acclaimed, more critically acclaimed than the Godzilla movies of that time. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's that's uh, surprising. I yeah, I have not got gone. Um, I guess I think I've finished the Showa era. So you've seen not... uh, Gamera Super Monster? Mm, maybe okay. Maybe I have. Oh, <laughs> you'd remember if you saw that one. Talk about a yeah. clip show episode. Oh, really? They filmed okay. zero new Gamera stuff for that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm kind of glad I missed it. Oh, no, no. Uh, you or, or will be got... very happy that you have watched it when you have, because it is terrible. It is <laughs> the worst. It is, oh, man, it is just bonkers in terms of uh, what they made with, like, no money. 
that might be what I, I don't know if there's an MST3K version, but that might be an option where I I go right directly to MST3K. <laughs> um, oh no, you'll now, you'll make your own. I I watched it basically with my jaw on the floor the entire time because of the wackiness of what was going on. I I can't wait now. The gamer said, I, I don't know if the split sets have the same features as the uh, the 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 big set from from uh, Arrow. See, I think I, it's I'm, the same disc. I'm guessing they have to, yeah. I think it's the same uh, disc, yeah, just right. with different packaging. I'm looking at what the um, what it's selling for. Wow, it's selling for pretty high, even on uh, eBay. Let me camera Arrow. Yeah, I guess, I guess the wow, yeah, three hundred forty-eight, four hundred fifty. So yeah, those uh, those sets are worth some money there. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, one of the best box sets, honestly, I think I have ever bought. The camera is so fun. There's so much in there too, just like all the schematics of the monsters and everything. I I could mm-hmm. do without the comic books myself, but hey, if it comes with it, why not? And there, I I, I don't have it in front of me, so I, I forget the the gentleman's name, but the one guy that's like the camera ec- expert who um, oh. What's his name? For just about everyone. He he gives an introduction to everyone except for the last one. Is his name August? Yeah. Uh... yeah I, I, we'll we'll look it up and I'll maybe I'll I'll, put it, I'll insert the name in the in the edited version. His name is August something. <laughs> August something. Um, so, Gamera. All right. So, Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan, Gamera. Those are the big ones. There were dozens, maybe even hundreds of others. But um, but it seems like everything was leading to, as you mentioned, television, and um, so there was a TV series. Uh, was it nineteen sixty six or uh, Ultra Q? I think that might have been sixty five, because okay. I think the uh, the let's see, let's find out. And even though this was mid the in the middle of the the Godzilla series, in the middle of the Gamera series, I think this really changed everything. So um, I don't. So I'm talk, talking about Ultra Q, of course. Ultra Q is the first series of the Ultra series, which is famously starring Ultraman. Uh, I think a, a lot of Americans know Ultraman. Mm. Ultra Q, however, is different, <laughs> to put it nicely. It, um, it is wonderfully different. And and this is the first production from Suburia. Oh, my goodness. I thought I was going to be able to say the name. Suburia Productions. Hi, Jimmy. Suburia is the guy that did all the special effects on the Godzilla movies. He left to form his own studio. And that's why I think these have a relatively high, relatively speaking, obviously, production value of their they giant do. monsters. Yeah. I would say higher than... For TV, the, yeah. I would say higher than the Gamera movies, and this is a TV production. I think it was one of the largest budget uh, t- TV productions of the time. Wow. And uh, uh, so Ultra Q... Um, just recently, a lot of the box sets from from Mill Creek were went on sale for crazy prices on Amazon. So I think I bought like seven. They were <laughs> like t- between ten and fifteen dollars. I even bought a couple later. Almost all of these have, uh, you know, are, they're still making movies. I think mm-hmm. even today. Um, but Ultra Q was one. At first, I was like, oh man, this there's a one series I gotta watch that doesn't have Ultraman. This is gonna be a bummer. All right, I'll I'll get through these twenty eight episodes. But David, uh, Dave, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hey, either works. I think Ultra Q is my favorite of all. <laughs> it, I can't. Be- it's really risen in the ranks for me because I went in not knowing that Ultraman wasn't going to be in these. I thought that Ultraman was going to pop up in them, or this is the introduction to the character. And then I was like, oh, he's not in this. I got to slog through this. I wish I just bought Ultraman instead. But <laughs> it is completely and utterly delightful because this is the Japanese Twilight Zone. But yes. in the Japanese Twilight Zone, there's a giant monster in every episode. Just about. <laughs> there's a couple where there isn't. Um, yeah, and, and and yeah, we'll get to Ultraman, but I have no idea where he came from and why that these are the same thing. <laughs> uh, it, it just, I mean, they're different characters, different uh, different everything. But yes, it's, um, so it, it's, it is kind of like a Twilight Zone. It's 25 minutes every episode. Um, for the most part, has three characters who um, are... Well, let's see. I guess they're reporters, but they also have an airplane field. Yeah, yeah no. So, so there's the, the the oh my goodness, Yuki is that her name? The 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 reporter, and she's friends with so. the uh, with the two pilots that also 
are just like outsourced by the uh by by the news agency to help fly yes. people places. Yes, yes, just this random pilot service. And they encounter almost every uh cataclysmic um monster event that uh, hits Tokyo. So mm-hmm. how about that? Who knew? Um, and who knew? Uh and and then, and not all. There's the one that was like kind of a haunted house kind of thing. Um there's yeah, Baron a lot Spider. Of, Baron, Baron Spider. Oh, that was one of my favorite ones. Baron Spider. I just love I the title. I, I don't want to actually. That is probably the funniest of the bunch. The ones where I LOL'd. Um, that I almost don't want to talk about it. Ultra Q is so rich. So um, every episode is just delightful. So I, I regret that there's only 28. Um, I know. When I finished it, I was like, I'm very sad now I have to go to Ultraman. Even though I've, I've only watched four episodes of Ultraman so far. And there's been one monster that's come back. The uh, the uh, uh, creature from the Black Lagoon ripoff. Uh, what's his name? Bar- no, not Barugon. That's Gamera. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Because everyone's like, oh, those things that live in the, in the Japanese trench of the ocean? I thought they were normal size, not 30 uh, stories tall. Yeah, and what's amazing is they made all these in like three, four months, and every week they're making a new one. Yeah, um, and so yeah, Ultra Q was. Oh, and by the way, there's an Ultra Q two. Hmm. Um, I don't, I have not watched it yet, but I think it came out in the, either the '80s or '90s, um, or, or maybe even more recently than that. Um, and it's uh, supposedly like in the spirit of Ultra Q, with a few nods to it. Um, but I think that from from what I've heard, they're kind of in on the joke. Uh, you know, they they don't take themselves so seriously. So, so then Ultraman. Um, everybody, check out Ultra Q. That's just what I'm gonna say. There, it's do yourself a favor. You will not be disappointed. It's so good. Um, yeah, I, I've also only seen about four episodes, and um, there was one one um, Godzilla film that had a, a a guy that was very much like Ultraman. In fact, the actor that Jet plays Jaguar. Ultra- Jaguar, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, in fact, I don't know the time frame, but it seemed like maybe a little bit of a ripoff. I think it say? was a ripoff, and it's well after the fact because uh, oh, the yeah. Godzilla series was starting to ramp down when when Ultraman came out, and they put out Destroy All Monsters, thinking it was going to be the last Godzilla movie, but it was so popular they had to keep going. And that was like '69, I think. Yeah, you're right. And then again, Mecha Godzilla, Megalon, that was in the the '70s. So yeah, Ultraman was probably more popular than uh, Godzilla at that time. Um, now, Ultraman is, it seems like it's also aimed for kids. and um, I would say so, even more so than Ultra Q, because Ultra Q can get yes. a little uh, a little darker, I guess. I don't know. It certainly yeah. <laughs> almost feels like it should be really dark with, with that opening, with like the creepy music as the, uh, as the, as the mm-hmm. title comes up. And then suddenly it's like, there's a spider in a haunted house. <laughs> yeah, Baron Spider's a great example. There's a balloon how, in space. Uh. How, how dark it is. Yeah, there, there's some some funny stuff. Oh, there's a the the, the cash machine. Um, the the oh yeah the the kid that turns into a cash monster. Like, ba- basically, an ATM yeah. where you the, the oh, kids have to put dodge. money in him. It's a it's probably a real Japanese myth, and it's a really fun one because if he if he does not keep getting cash, he will starve to death. It, that's pretty dark, really. A, a kid becomes a. a <laughs> you, I, I can't even describe it, but it's like whatever 1960s version of an ATM is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if, if they and, and he, all the kids give them his, his, their money, and you know they don't have any more. They're kids. You know they don't have a job. And uh, and then he's like, now I'm about to die. What are you guys going to do now? <laughs> um, so yeah, <laughs> end up selling them to the circus. He's <laughs> going <laughs> to the circus. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Ultra Q. Um, Ultra Q, I'm gonna to have to rewatch it. My only disappointment with the uh, the Mill Creek is they they didn't have any features, so it's really just the show. So I yeah. there's I need far more context as to what was going on here. But it does come with a nice booklet with all the monsters and whatnot. Yeah, no, I I haven't didn't read the booklet. I, I just kind of binge watched the show in really like a couple of weeks. It was just so enjoyable. Now let me ask um, you this: Is this the first time we've anyone has ever talked about a Mill Creek release on Criterion? Now, you know, I think it might be um, first and last. I mean, Mill Creek is okay. Um, Mill Creek has definitely turned a corner. Uh, Yeah. My first exposure to Mill Creek was probably in one of those, like, we have 500 movies in this one box set, and you've heard of none of them. (laughs) Where it's all the public domain, like, westerns or sci-fi movies that no one ever wants to watch ever again. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, I'm, I'm just trying to, yeah, like the, I, I just look, pulled up their website and there's the, the Rita Hayworth Ultimate Collection. So that might be good. Okay. Like I said, I think they've turned a corner since just putting out whatever they could with the, the materials that they had. No, these are like actually well restored in HD quality. Um, and they're delightful. And it, and yeah, even the Ultraman, I, I can't wait to buy more series here because this is becoming a new obsession of mine. Yeah. Also, Mill Creek did. Uh, they were ha- they had the 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 VHS looking cases, but they were actually Blu-rays. You remember when those were were coming out? Oh, oh that those are dumb. But they were I, dumb. I they see, were dumb. That was. Mill I know Creek. people like those. So if you like those, you're not dumb. You just bought something that's dumb. <laughs> well, I have I have your answer. Uh, so we have talked about Mill Creek because they put out MacGruber. Oh. And okay. I have talked about MacGruber. I, I will put... So, again... Your so favorite this, kaiju, MacGruber. It's <laughs> my favorite kaiju. Kaiju adjacent. Um, but, yeah, th- I, I kind of wonder, because of the sales, uh, you know, if something is discounted that much, I, I wonder if the, the Ultra series sold very well here. Uh, but um, it was... I, it, it has was, a like, following because, like, these are these are definitely TV shows that people watched as kids, so I, I think exactly. there is that nostalgia factor because this was broadcast in the United States with an English dub. Like I was just talking about this and my, my father-in-law was like, oh, I loved Ultraman as a kid. I watched it all the time. I was <laughs> like, oh, how about that? I'm watching it on Blu-ray. A, a co-worker who's about 10 years older than me uh, that is very close but does not have you know the same film taste. Uh, when mm-hmm. I mentioned I was watching Ultraman, he was like, uh, yeah, I watched that as a kid. It was on after cartoons. Um, why mm-hmm. are you watching that? <laughs> What's there I'm for an you? adult. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think he infantilized me right there. Um, <laughs> so Ultraman. Um, so I, I'm. I don't know if I'm three or four episodes in. Pr- probably pretty close to the same place. Mm-hmm. And I like it, but it's. I hope it. I hope it changes direction. So far, it seems very formulaic, and um, and, and there's so and of course the thing is oh i don't think that formula is going to change one bit and i'm happy that it's not going to because really? okay I, I can't expect uh I, I can't expect the guy to use the beta capsule just when he's doing his groceries he has to use it at the last five minutes of the episode <laughs> yes. because they have the great uh plot device that ultraman that there's not enough solar power on earth for him to operate longer than the budget will allow <laughs> Yeah, and meanwhile, I, I I think the suit will change, but the uh, the first series of the of the first yeah series, uh, it's kind of like not that impressive plastic. No, um, it's 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 all like rippling under uh, on the actor's face. Yeah. It looks like paper. The face <laughs> looks like paper mache. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, it might be. And then when he's and there's only when when he's not in um you know costume, I think the only other pose is flying pose mm-hmm. with his. his He's basically, I think it's like an action figure that they... Oh, it's, a, it's a puppet of some form, that a non-malleable uh, puppet. Yes. So he can fly, Non-posable. but he could not move a muscle when he flies. He's no. rigid as can be. Yeah, um, yeah the, 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 so the device that this guy... I, I, in case people haven't seen it, I won't give away the origin story of Ultraman. Um, not what I was expecting. Not what I was expecting either. <laughs> I'll say there, it involved a balloon. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Some space balloons <laughs> gotta look out for those you do yeah they're watch out um but the device so it's it's kind of a, a bruce wayne clark kent thing um uh, in fact very much so or or um uh, yeah superman um clark kent bruce wayne batman where you he has a secret identity again um same actors they're the guys in the yellow suits um i don't even know what their job is they're, they're the the Japanese space defense force or something. So they have this unlimited budget to fly rockets around or jets around, vertical takeoff and landing jets to patrol things. And they hired a bunch of buffoons and two competent people. Yeah, and and weird airplanes too, and helicopters. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. submarines, whatever they need. Japan's going to throw whatever budget they need at them. And here's the thing: because this guy has a secret identity, one doesn't need to be secret for any reason. But two, this guy is like actually hired to be a hero. I, four episodes in, they're going to notice at some point that he disappears every time <laughs> Ultraman shows up. All right, Ultraman was here for five minutes, and that was the exact yeah, five minutes. Exact you five minutes here. that you were someplace else. And I love how he just kind of strolls in. It's like, hey, what I miss? Mm-hmm. Um, but, and yeah, they don't question it. I, I don't think they will for <laughs> all the, the series. I, I'm curious to keep watching it. I'm So far, I like Ultraman, but it doesn't tickle that, 
that uh, sweet spot, not like Ultra Q or Gamera. Yeah, not or, not um, quite the same, but I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, I think I'll take my time because I, I know I have um, you know five series and, and who knows what's uh, beyond that. I think there's probably mm-hmm. like thirty total. So it's, um, it's still going on now. There's like a Netflix animated show that's currently airing of Ultraman, I think. And is and isn't he getting like a live action movie this year? Oh, really? Uh, so. American or Japanese? I think he might be making an American de- debut. Let's see. Wow. Well, even if he even if it's Japanese, I mean, I, th- I you look at the other. Um, we call them post kaiju. Um, you know, kaiju's kind of big here. As you you mentioned, Godzilla. Um, I'm we've we've done remakes. So we had we had the bad Godzilla remake with the one with uh, Matthew Broderick, uh, the, the Roland Emmerich one. Yes, that's right. And, and then we had the other one that was, I would say, I don't know. I'm not gonna, not gonna say bad. The Brian Cranston one. Uh, it's uh, not great, but it yeah becomes much better after you watch the uh, the second one of those. The thing is with those is is American action films are super serious, and I think that all the the kaiju that I've seen, um, they they have a little bit of a self aware sense of humor, and um, and or, or maybe they're just <laughs> have low budgets, and um, and it's just the a weird culture to us. But uh, but yeah, qu- hasn't quite uh, hit me. Um, so so what about films that were inspired by ka- kaiju? I I, I mean. I would say the best one, especially recently, I, I really like Pacific Rim. I, I think it's a really fun movie. I think it gets the, the action right. It gets the, the scale of these monsters right, the scale of these giant robots. It's a, just a fun Guillermo del Toro movie. I know it wasn't everyone's biggest cup of tea, but I like it. I liked uh, Pacific Rim, too. Um, The actors weren't that good? No, the acting wasn't great, but you don't watch that for the acting. You don't. And you don't. We don't watch Godzilla and Gamera yeah. and Ultra Q, especially, or, yeah. or even Ultraman for the acting. And I, but, I, I also like that Pacific Rim felt like a movie that could have been made in the year 1992, but wasn't. Mm-hmm. And there's also King Kong. So of, of course, it, it's not King lost Kong on us. Predates. Yeah. It predates. Yes, <laughs> yeah. by th- three decades. In fact, King Kong probably had was. I'm imagining that it was probably popular in Japan. Um, I mean, probably influenced uh, Godzilla. But then they, I noticed that there were some Japanese uh, King Kong features that I, I don't think I've seen. I don't know if you have. I, did they actually get around to making any of them? Because I know that they obviously made King Kong versus Godzilla, but there are a few movies yes, that were yes. supposed to be King Kong. Like Ibera, Horror of the Deep was supposed to be a King Kong movie, which is why Godzilla really? keeps getting hit by lightning. Because apparently lightning is Godzilla's power. And then there's all the... Uh, the <laughs> Uh, the the best one that you can easily find is War of the Gargantuans because they called them mm. Gargantuas in uh, America in the United States, but in Japan they were called Frankenstein's. Yes, I did see that, and I wondered what the, what in the world that was. So, because Frankenstein is just a catch-all term, I think, in uh, Japan for humanoid monster. Huh. Interesting. But it is amazing because the dub that at least was on the Criterion Channel has uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Who's the actor that's in that? It was in Twin Peaks, and uh, Kyle MacLachlan. I mean, just not Kyle MacLachlan. Uh, oh my God! I'm not gonna read <laughs> Twin Peaks actors. It uh, is. I'll find him. Oh, I will find him. This is. Oh, Russ Tamblin. Russ Tamblin oh, is Russ in Hamlin. that movie. That's, that's a, that's looking as bored as hell, but it's amazing <laughs> when he says, "No, that's not our Frankenstein. Our Frankenstein was good." <laughs> was he though? Uh, no, there were two Frankenstein's, and his Frankenstein was the good Frankenstein trying to stop the bad Frankenstein. Oh, I, I thought you were referring to just the American Frankenstein in general. No, no, um, no. Uh, this is Tamblin's. any monster, and that movie is a Frankenstein, and it's great. But uh, so, of course, there were later King Kongs. So that's what's interesting is there was the seventies King Kong, and then there was the Peter Jackson mm-hmm. King Kong, um, and I I think that so even though there was the original, I would say that those. Those King Kongs were more inspired by the Japanese Godzilla series than the '30s original. Is that is that a bold statement to make? I don't think it's that bold. I, I think I mean, it's pretty. It, uh, it's a kaiju. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you have King Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, I, I think it just Matt really any even Predator. I think is uh, Alien versus Predator hmm. uh, is a little bit. Yeah. So any big anything big. Um, and I'm just learning right now that there were two 30s King Kong movies made in Japan. Really? Oh, oh yeah, I did know about those, yeah. The, I did not know about these. I believe this, the second one's considered a lost film. Okay. 
And uh, yeah, there there was one. Yeah, they they made two Japanese ripoff King Kong movies that are like thirty minutes each. And so I, I think any movie now with a big monster has some origins in kaiju. Um, so the host is one that that uh, I think really really stands out. I'm sure there's more I'm forgetting. Mm-hmm. Um, Okja is not, doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen Okja yet. So I think it's oh, the it's, only it's, uh, it's not, not kaiju. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it has a big big. Not monster, big big animal. Yeah, it's uh yeah. So yeah, Pacific Rim. I think that's probably the the best Pacific at least. Rim, King. at least in modern history. Mm-hmm. And these all these iterations of of, uh, yeah. of Godzilla. Yeah, so, but not Power Rangers. Not Power Rangers. In fact, I'd say that the, the Power <laughs> Rangers kind of formula has has kind of wore out here in America. Is there anything like probably? That? Yeah, I mean maybe the yeah. I don't. I can't remember the last time that we took a Japanese product of entertainment. Oh, anime. Anime in general is big as a huge following, but I don't think anything's been as big yeah. as something like a Power Rangers or a Godzilla, for that matter. Yeah, no, that's the thing that times change and um, and you know technology changes, and I think uh, you know Power Rangers certainly had um, had some origins with uh, with the, the the computer world that was uh, uh, beginning back back then, and um, and so, so did uh, Godzilla with Mecha Godzilla. You know that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Technology has informed all of this, so now now I think it's a little more digital. We're we're in the digital yeah. age. So, all right. Well, I think that's. Have we covered enough kaiju? <laughs> I, I think I think we have. I, I think we've kaijued it up. We've kaijued it up. So conclusion, kaiju. So if if you were to recommend one kaiju thing that we talked about today, what would you recommend? Just to sum up. I mean, what's your favorite? Godzilla is always going to be my favorite. But if you've seen Godzilla before watch ultra q okay i think that's probably the better phrase yeah better phrasing of the question godzilla is a given um so yeah, so yeah i'd say ultra q or gamera um and i don't know what the price of ultra q when you hear this episode um, it was on sale for a little little while it's let's see what it says right now for this episode that'll air in the future because <laughs> i i think that the ultraman set is still going pretty cheap yeah, you a can lot get, of them are yeah. you can get the steelbook edition of ultraman or ultra q for only 17 bucks right now wow yeah, so hopefully by the time this episode airs, uh, it'll still be on sale. Could not recommend that enough. Ultra Q is a um, is great, and and maybe Ultraman. So we might want to follow this up in a in a few years yeah. after we've seen all twenty. Uh, all, 30 yeah, all series. thirty years worth of Ultraman. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't think we'll get a lot of listeners for that episode. No, uh, no. Thirty years of Ultra Ultraman. No, maybe two. All right. Well, Dave, thank you for talking kaiju with me. Um, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Cinema versus Dave. That is Cinema vs. Dave. If you're not on Twitter, I'm at the same place, same handle on Letterboxd. And you can find me at DSNT on Letterboxd and AWES505. All right, David. Well, I called you David again. <laughs> I'm no That's need for okay. yours. You're Dave. Uh, Dave, thanks for joining. Uh, it's been a blast talking about Kaiju. Uh, maybe let's make that Bergman episode happen. Uh, I, I still have a couple yes. more to finish this. Set, Our but... other, the, the, the other Kaiju of cinema, yes. Igmar yes. Bergman. Yeah, we're the wolf uh, is a Kaiju. Um, yes. All right, Dave, take care. You as well.